right, Chai, it's our final words this week. It's been fun. I've enjoyed every moment of it. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about some things going into next season. We're going to keep this nice, nice short and sweep. Uh, some of you might be able to hear, I am not feeling 100%. Chai's a little exhausted. We weren't planning a big episode this week anyway. So, Chai, let's just get right into it <laughs> when it comes to the Super Bowl. I laugh because, well, we were joking about something before this, but that Super Bowl was pretty laughable, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a great performance. <laughs> well, yeah, I should say this. Uh, let, it wasn't super entertaining. Let's Stella Artois. <laughs> Stella Artois. What well, was dude, it? The dude abides. Oh my gosh! Okay, those commercials suck. No, they they really they were did. the best one good. was the was the was the Audi one when the dude is choking on the almonds. <laughs> yeah. And then like the Super Bowl 100 anniversary one was great. That was that was good. And Jeff Bridges and you know the Big Lebowski uh, Stella Artois Stella one was, was, was great. <laughs> The, like, Bud Light one I thought was kind of funny, oh, but when, then... When they went after and yeah, when merged they, with Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, they had that one that merged with Game of Thrones, and then they had the one where they were just straight up dissing, like, Coors Light and Miller Light. And then Miller came out with a statement later saying something like, yes, we use corn syrup, but we don't use high fructose corn syrup, which is the real problem. Like, just, what? Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I... I, I never watched the halftime show either. I don't know if you get into that. I typically do. Okay. Eh, I heard. Like, I thought I thought it was actually pretty well done. Oh, see, I everyone else I talked to was like, yeah, that sucked. Yeah, there were there were aspects of it. Uh, the the two <laughs> people they brought on as guests, I didn't I didn't like. Uh, I'll be completely honest. I I would have rather them had Cardi B on there. No, oh like, god. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I thought it was fine. I, I really didn't expect much more from Maroon Five. I'm not, and I'm not trying to, you know, diss them or anything. I think they did very, very well. Right. I wouldn't put it in probably the top three of, of halftime shows that I've personally watched. Um, but let's talk about the game because that shouldn't take long. Yeah. Did you expect that for one? I mean, I'm not shocked that there was good defense, but to be honest, and I think I saw somebody else mention this too. I'll take it as my original thought. Uh, <laughs> I thought it would be like. Like, I thought we would see more defense, like, in the beginning, and then you would kind of see, like, the offenses. I don't know if I even mentioned this last week, but you'd, like, see more defense in the beginning, and the offenses start to, like, kind of find ways, like, the cracks in the defense. Yeah. Um, I, I I was right there with you going into it. You know, so, like, I guess, a, I mean, gosh, I mean, that was low scoring. Like, that's as low scoring as it boring. gets. It was boring low scoring. Like, it was, I typically <laughs> like good defense, but that was boring. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, there weren't even that many, like, just amazing defensive plays either. It was just, no. they, they could shut them down. Yeah. Jared Goff did not look good. I think, I, we talked about this, Wade Phillips, I, I think he almost, he deserves as much, I think almost more credit than Bill Belichick. And the only reason I say that is because he did, he held 13 points against Tom Brady. Well, and also, and I think. Very good, like a well-run offense. When it comes to the field Goff. position game, the New England Patriots had great field position almost every single drive. That's Consider, true. Consider, you know, relative to what the what the uh, Rams had right. in most of their drives. The special teams punting and field position made a big difference, too, I think. Yeah. And just I think it was Skip Bayless who said never, lives. never. Um, I don't want to hear it from anyone that, that a punter is never important because you saw it. Uh, on the LA side, especially, definitely. But um, I I definitely agree with you. I th- I thought the defenses would come out strong, but you would some eventually you'd find some cracks. I actually thought going in coming out of the second half, being that LA deferred, which I thought was a very good idea, 
when they came, I thought they were going to come out and actually get some points. I, I really did think that. I thought they were going to come out a little bit more amped. They've, they've got a little bit of the ghosts behind them. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen at all. And I really did think that they were going to score on that drive before they got picked off by, who was it, Gilmore? or St- Stephon, um, I'm double-checking. I I just forget, I, I, it, was, it was Gilmore. Okay, yeah. 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 I, I thought they were going to get it in there. I, I really did. That was the only drive where that looked promising. To, that was going to really. be real interesting because then it goes, oh, here comes the GOAT back for one last comeback from behind. Or, but you, you would know, have thought the way that the L.A. Rams defense was playing, that it was a good uh, chance. They were playing that well, man, and that's they the really thing. Were. Like That has to be beyond frustrating to realize like how many teams are going to lose in today's NFL if they allow only 13 points by the opposing oh, team. Oh, right. You if you win almost every time. Putting up a defensive performance like that, any team in the NFL should be able to win with that defensive performance. Uh, honestly, yeah. like there's not really any, like the Bills could be able to win like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, um, I, I want to ask you this. I, I don't like to question coaches mm-hmm. as much as I criticize and I say things that I would do. I, I really don't like to because it obviously they're getting paid the money for a reason, and you know we're just sitting here. Yak and whatever, right? And there's always a lot of thought process, etc., that we don't know about. But but I I I just wish I could sit down and have and just ask Sean McVay the one question: Why didn't Todd Gurley run the ball more? I, I didn't think his explanation was good enough. No, I he didn't. basically said we couldn't get it going. Okay, yeah. like it became predictable. I think just as a whole, the play calling. It seemed like they were running almost every first down, kind of a deal. <sighs> I don't know, man. I mean, C.J. Anderson, if you want to look at stats. I mean, some people are thinking that it was just they planned to have C.J. Anderson run the ball more. And, so and they just told everybody that would. But, I mean, the guy went, like, look at this. I mean, I early mean, ha- 10 carries, 35 yards. C.J. Anderson, 7 carries, 22 yards. It's not like Anderson was really doing a whole lot either. No. no but why all. are you talking about And Gurley about had a week? couple good runs. Right. Like, in the, like, he had one that came back because of a hold, but... Still, I mean, you had one of the best running backs. Aren't you arguably had the best running back all season, and you and you don't run him more in the Super Bowl? Well, it, here's it the thing: if, if you're going to you be predictable, predictable about it, and essentially, like when they were playing Dallas, Dallas knew they were going to run the ball. Oh, and they, they just ran it down their throats. Stop them. So why can't like how were you not able to do that against Belichick? Their defense, talent-wise, is not that good. I didn't yeah. think. Um, I mean, I guess it goes to show why he is who he is. You know, yeah. I mean, he's brilliant. Certainly in the game plan. But I, I just don't think that McVeigh as a whole provided um, that big of a challenge. It, or maybe that's just how good Belichick is. Yeah. It, I think it's a combination. Um, it, it is just strange, though, especially he's not hurt from what we understand. He's not in the doghouse from what we understand. Like it, yeah. it, it's just a weird situation, and I don't know if that's ever going to be answered. No, I don't think, I think I don't think it is. Uh, and I, I, I wonder, like... Because very quickly, in the start of the game, you saw that the L.A. was trying to get Goff going, trying to get him comfortable, the young right. quarterback. I don't blame him for trying to do that, but it wasn't working. Goff was missing passes. He was definitely get under pressure. And so you wonder then, why don't you try and run it with Gurley more? But they just didn't. And I kind of wonder if when the Goff plan of getting him comfortable didn't go well, they thought, they didn't really have a backup plan per se because they thought they were going to have to play catch up with the Patriots all day. Right. I don't know. I really don't know. And I, again, I, I don't want to criticize or question McVeigh, but if I, if I am dying to sit in a room and just ask him that question, that is what I want to know. They just didn't really seem to have an answer. 
Yeah. You know, to me, that like, was the biggest story that's of the whole frustrating. Day. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, when plan A and plan B don't work, why, like, this guy is supposed to be the genius, like, where, where was the rest, you yeah. know? That is strange to me. Well, um, and, and if your plans don't work, you should go with the guy that's done it all year. I mean, it's the Super Bowl right. for crying out loud. And if it's they already knew like what you were can, doing, just run it. Yeah, and you, run can't, the ball. you can't change it in your mind the next week. You can't, you know, you, you have nothing to prepare for the following week. It's now or never. Right. So, I mean, you have Goff who threw 38 passes. To me, that's too many. That's Yeah, you would think. I think, that's especially when you only run it a total of what? They've got, oh gosh, like 18 runs. Like, that. Yeah. that's not acceptable. Especially when, like, you know your defense is playing well. Like, what What do you have to lose? Yeah. you got to keep Brady off the field, and they didn't. I agree. I think one thing What that, was the time of possession? Do you, do you have it up? Um, I think it actually was closer than you might have thought it started by out, the end. It started out very lopsided. Um, looking here, time of possession was... Oh, I take that back. Uh, New England 33, LA 26. Okay. You yeah. know, I mean, that's, that's, that's favorable, yeah. obviously. Six more minutes, that's a big deal. But or LA had the minutes. big... Interception to start off the game, and then they had a three and out to follow. They couldn't up. take advantage, they just couldn't man. Do anything. You know, I think New England did make mistakes early on, yeah. including Brady. I don't think Brady. I mean, Brady didn't play this brilliant game. No, I think he had he had clutch throws when he needed them. The one to Gronkowski to get them close to the goal line. Obviously, he got them in scoring positions a couple of times, like enough. You know, yeah. um, but I think we would be looking at Brady a lot differently. If they had lost that game, and I guess yeah. that, maybe that's obvious, maybe, but yeah. like he's almost getting too much praise now. Where, you know, he played enough to win, but not a great game. Yeah. Um. What did you think about the choice for MVP? Because I thought that's who it would be, I, I, but I was a little you, bit mixed on it. It was the only clear choice, in my opinion. There was nobody else on that field that deserved it more than Julian Edelman. The only reason I disagree is Gilmore. because I felt like exactly. I but felt like still. because it was a defensive game and because literally that interception, like to me, MVP is who won you the game. But you take like that's like he won the game. For granted, them. it's a defensive game, but you take out uh, you take out Edelman, New England. Oh, they New have England, nothing. They had absolutely nothing going. That's I true. Mean, L.A. took out for one. They took out Brady. They, for the most part, until the fourth quarter, took out any kind of running game and out of the backfield game that New England had for like compared to what that team what did. they were doing before. Yeah, right. Gronk. Did, was kind of quiet until he the did fourth okay. quarter. I mean, yeah. They completely took out Hogan. I think Hogan had one catch. I don't know if he had a single catch. I think catch. he, he, he was targeted once at least, but he I think he may have had a catch. So Edelman had what, like 11 no. catches? Edelman, eleven or 10 catches for 141 yards. Gronkowski, 6 for 87. I mean, Burke had 2, Patterson 2, James White 1. Hogan and Michelle yeah. didn't even catch a pass. Yeah, see that? There you go. It does seem it's interesting because it seems like they were able to limit them, like you know those annoying ways that they get yards, like the running backs and things out of the backfield, stuff like that. Again, I have to credit Wade Phillips for a brilliant game plan, um, but they just they couldn't score, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Because um, which is tough to see. It, it but back to the MVP thing, I just thought that the only thing that they that LA just no matter what they did couldn't stop. All day was Edelman. Edelman had, it didn't matter had if it was six, Peters. It didn't yeah, I think he had lead, six catches by like the 10-minute mark in the second half, second quarter. Right. So, I mean, it, to me, it was the only clear choice. If they would have given it to Brady, I would have been like, well, if it wasn't for Edelman, Brady would have had one of the worst games he's ever had. Right. I wouldn't. I couldn't have given it to, to Brady. Because, no. like, Brady won that. Like, granted, you can talk about how good Brady was in the sense that 
he was him being on the field changed that game, no matter if he was playing poorly or not. No, he does. That's right. just that's how just he how is. It, right, exactly. So right, but if he doesn't have Edelman, <clears throat> they could have been three three. I mean, yeah, <laughs> if real. you were lucky. But did we see did anything else on the on the MVP? Talk? No, I mean, I think that's the main thing. Obviously, you're looking at, of course, a legacy. Unfortunately, the Patriots tied us. 6-6. Six, six. Um, if the Steelers can get it together, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, that's, we won't even, too much drama to even get into. Um, you know, I think you have to look at this. Um, I was listening to Joe Starkey talk about it on the fan, and as this the greatest dynasty ever. Oh, it's no question. He made an interesting point that if you, that I, it's a, it's a, maybe a valid reason to split the dynasty in half. Fair. Because you have the three Super Bowls, there who were very good and then you have the three Super Bowls later. I think obviously as one team and as one unit over a 20 year span there's no team that was as dominant. No team. Um, his argument and I actually do agree with this if you're looking at just like a specific period of time like the four Super Bowls in six years for the Steelers is the best team ever. Yeah within a short term yeah. You know and so that becomes well, what the heck's a dynasty is it the 2000s is it the 70s you know. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I mean, Brady and Belichick have been the most dominant, and that team has been the one that you have to knock off every single year. Yeah. So, um, and, and let's be honest, impressive. they're not they're not going to go away next year. They're just no. not, and probably for the year after that. Quick question. Um, <clears throat> actually, yeah. So, uh, before we get into that, I'll finish on the, off on the dynasty. I think that that game just sealed it up. It's like, all right, you, I, for me, they didn't have to win another Super Bowl to seal it up. It's like, all right. From Kraft to Belichick to Brady, you are the best people that do in your positions in the league. Hands down. Brady's the best quarterback of all time. Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. It's not even close. Just the organization as a whole, from the first Super Bowl they won in 2001 to now, there just hasn't been a better team that has, has done what they did. It's just, you can't argue it. Like It really is. I would even make the argument that Brady, in terms of being a winner, is up there amongst any athlete in any sport. You just have to. You just have to throw him in there. I think he has I, to. I, I hate people trying to compare him to like, oh, he's better than Jordan or whatever. Because it's like it's different sports, man. You he's also not the, this amazing athlete. The reason he's good is because he's but he's a winner. Than else. He's a winner. And the That's, guy is clutch and he's clutch. Yeah, yeah right. Unbelievably clutch. I think the only argument maybe against him, if you're talking about, I don't know, comparing him to different eras of the NFL, which. Like, I was, you know, that's like Mario versus Sid. and like Yeah, yeah, I, I hate that comparison. It's very like I said, difficult to do. But people are what people are trying to compare him to Michael Jordan right after the Super Bowl. That's what right. I was alluding to. But No, I get what you're saying. And it, like, I'm like, football, would, would Brady definitely. have been as good as he was if he played in the 70s when you could basically just kill quarterbacks? Probably not. Would he yeah. still have been very good? Probably. I would definitely say so. Oh, I would yeah. still, you know, top five still to me. I, he just probably wouldn't have done it for as long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, uh, like if you're taking one guy, save the world kind of a game, I think yeah. you're picking Brady. I, I you know, Here's I qu- think that's a little bit harder, but the guy Here's a question. wins when it matters. Let's go back to 2003, because 2001 isn't fair to pick him in his rookie year. Go back to 2003 and today. If you had to pick a quarterback to win you the Super Bowl in the play, go through the playoffs with you had one quarterback one season, would you pick Brady in two thousand three, or would you pick versus anyone else in the field, or would you pick the Brady now? <laughs> I on 
that's a tough question. I'd pick that's one in really 07. Tough... They well, were, but like, saying, unbelievable. Like, but I'm if just... you're talking end of the career, beginning. But I'm just saying it's amazing that a player who has played as long as he has for one, but from his prime in his career, you know, his third season in the NFL in 2004 and 2003, right. to his 17th season, he's 41, 42, you're going on 42 years old. Or 42, I think, yeah. And you would still keep him in that discussion? It's well, just the fact, yeah, the fact that the discussion that. even exists, that yeah. you can compare him from then to then, is absurd. It is. And, and, and like, I... Honestly, I like, don't know if I even have an answer. Like after, like, <laughs> like, let's just say this season you had to put together one team and you had to pick a quarterback to lead you through the Super Bowl. After seeing that Super Bowl, Brady still has got to be on the top of the list. It, 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 I'm not saying that he is automatically number one, but he'd probably be up at the top of the list. I mean, no who question. else? I mean, look at all the other great quarterbacks in the league that didn't even make the playoffs. Newton, Roethlisberger, Rodgers, uh, Stafford. Stafford, yeah. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. It's true. Uh, so... It's it's a valid point. I mean, when the game is on the line, there's not really a lot of other people you're going to look yeah. to. That, that, that's what matters. That's the first time man. I thought of that, by the way. Would you? Ever, <laughs> <laughs> that's a crazy, crazy thing. To I've think heard about. people say it before, but it's true. Yeah. Um. It's, yeah. The fact that you can even say it is what makes right. it that much more impressive. Yeah. Quick, uh, quick yes or no question: Will Gronk be playing next year? I heard that there's a rumor that he may already have a contract in the works. For an acting um, job, that doesn't mean that he won't come back. If I were him, I don't think I would. Like me personally, it would. It's obviously going to be would be hard to step away from football. I don't know if I would come back just from the injury standpoint. He doesn't. I think he can still play decently. You know, like if he's healthy. But I don't know if he'd want to go through that aggravation. <sighs> Will he? <sighs> I'm surprised he hasn't said anything yet. Yeah, I think it Which will be means probably he's still seriously later in the month to me. Um, Maybe even late into the summer. Oh man, I think he'll come back. I don't. I don't so? know why. I just. Okay. I feel like we would have heard by now, and may, maybe that's just my gut talking, saying, "Oh, boom!" But I, I don't know. I just feel like he might be back for one more. Okay. I, I, I'll be completely honest. For someone who, you know, you hear these, "Oh, will he retire?" things all the time, but for someone who. At age 38, he already has three Super Bowls. I mean, the guy's had a fantastic career. And, like, if he called it short, like, no one would judge him for that. It's like, all right. Oh, he still can't. Yeah. He's Hall of Fame. Right. He's considered one of the best tight ends ever. Some people say he is the best. I think when you look at longevity, that still has to be Gonzalez in my book. But, I mean, if you're talking about a span of time, I mean, the guy was... Has been if you had to pick dog, one tight end for a game, like... You're he probably going to pick Gronk. Yeah. yeah. I, it's... You know, sometimes having a good legacy doesn't necessarily mean you go on and on and on. Right. Like, you just go out on a good note. And I think that looking at his body language and the way he was answering reporters after the game and kind of what he was going through before the game, something is telling me he is going to really think about it, more so than most players probably would. I personally think there's – I think it's a really close decision. I'm thinking it's 60-40, though. He's not going to come back. It wouldn't surprise me. It just wouldn't. Yeah. Either either decision wouldn't terribly right. I, I think me, there's one person that makes an influence on that decision, and that's, that's Brady. Brady. Yep. He's said multiple times he won't play for anybody else. He may try to last as long as Tom or close to as long as Tom does. That's kind of where I'm going, eh, maybe yes, because we haven't yeah. heard anything. Who if knows? you could briefly describe the 2018-2019 season of the NFL, how would you describe it? And what were your – and uh, we'll say favorite moments if you if you have any. I would say, if you're going to summarize it, I, I wasn't thrilled. I think coming in, 
I was suspicious about rule changes and things like that. They were surprisingly able to clean up this quarterback, no hits for the most part kind of a deal. Like it wasn't the rule wasn't enforced like I thought it would be, and it was at first. Um, as a whole, I wasn't huge on the the scoring um, increase as a whole. I like to see more defense, but having said that, clearly in the playoffs, defense came into play and in what was mattered and what won the Super Bowl. So I thought that was actually pretty cool in spite of a, a boring game. <sighs> Man, favorite moments. I mean, the Steelers beating the Patriots was, was, was pretty awesome. I mean, we're the last team that's beaten them, and it sucks that they can do anything for it. If they'd beat New Orleans, that might have been, you know, going back-to-back, beating both of them. Um, I guess as a whole, I mean, frustrating. As a, as a Steelers fan, frustrating. As an NFL fan, you know, the, the extra scoring I wasn't a huge fan of, but um, all in all, I mean, the NFL did well this year. Um, they didn't really have any distractions and stuff like that, it seemed like, for the most part. So, I love football. Yeah. What can I say? Uh, as someone who prefers college football and someone who has kind of watched less NFL as, as you know time goes on, I would describe this uh, NFL season the one that caught my attention because right out of the gate, it was just it, something felt different. The scoring was higher. There were young stars, you know, blossoming earlier than usual. Uh, you know, the stories like Baker Mayfield, all the young quarterbacks that did well. Um, but then it seemed to, like, kind of die off. And, again, the defenses came in. And I agree with you. I prefer that. I thought the playoffs as a whole were kind of disappointing, especially when, I mean, the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship were both great games. I'm not going to take that away. Wild Card Weekend was pretty boring for the most part. Just Divisional Round was pretty boring for the most part. You had, again, so I, I would say it would be a season that caught my attention. It was better than I would have expected. Uh, I think that the penalties, penalties is a big factor in this one because coming in, we thought it was going to be the rule changes, and now we're wanting even more rule changes where the, we just think that the refs all around are just pathetic, which they, for the most part, we could argue that they are. Right. But, you know, and all that. So uh, Super Bowl-wise, I thought that was just a bad way for the NFL to go out. I think a breeze Super Bowl... A Breeze versus Brady Super Bowl would have been ten times more entertaining. I wouldn't have said that going into the Super Bowl. I thought L.A. was going to give a better show. But, you know, sometimes you just don't get what you wish for. Uh, again, I agree with you. Steelers was a little disappointing considering that. I would say my favorite moment, though, if I'm going to think of one thing from this from this year, as a Steelers fan, I'm going to think of the whole Le'Veon Bell situation and the Steelers collapse, obviously. As an NFL fan... I'm thinking of that Mahomes versus Goff showdown on Monday Night Football. That is a game that defines this season perfectly. Here's why. There was high scoring straight out of the gate. Two young stars playing at their peak performance. But two defensive plays won L.A. that game. But there were like 100 points, man. Exactly. I just, exactly. So uh, defense still is important even if you have a It was a fun game. I, just, I thought it was overrated. And that's I, how I feel about a lot it, of stuff. But, if, but. If, if, if a game defined the 2018 season, it was that game. Like the regular season, not the postseason. I can see that in some ways, but yeah, I don't know. I, I because feel like no one just, thought the Patriots were going to be the best team in the AFC that's until because they because everyone's won. an idiot. <laughs> I said they'd, well, yeah, I, I you, said they'd lose you, to New Orleans in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you still picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm gonna pick them again next year. Let's not let's segue the into that. Year. Let's say we're into that next year. You're way, 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 way too early teams to, to look for. To, uh, one team per conference that you think is will be 
interesting to watch, and maybe a handful of stories that you were excited to see. Interesting to watch. Your teams to watch, say. Oh, yeah, teams to watch. Oh, man. I guess the Browns have to be there, but I'm actually predicting now, and I don't <laughs> think they're going to be as good as people think they are, they will be. I think they're going to have a little bit more growing pains than um, people believe before. I think losing their defensive coordinator is a big deal. I think Kitchens is going to have to go through some growing pains, sophomore pains for Baker. I'm just I'm not sold on them, and I'm glad I'm not sold on them yet because they're in our division. Uh, but they're still going to be fun to watch. I think if the Jets make a couple splash moves, they could be interesting, but they're still the Patriots looming over them. Oh, man. NFC, I think this takes a toll on the Saints. I really do. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. I think Tampa Bay could be pretty interesting to watch with a revival um, of Bruce Arians. I think that could be could be pretty cool. I don't know. I'm saying like ten different things. If you're gonna if you're gonna narrow me down, I think the Patriots get back to the Super Bowl. They have a lot of draft picks that they're gonna be able to retool with. They're not gonna be worse of a team. I I don't think. Um, and I guess on the NFC side. I'm hoping. I think the Bears will be better. I think Trubisky. I mean, can't get worse. I don't, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, that, that, that's way too harsh than I feel about him. But I just what about think Carson Wentz. We saw it. That's going to be an interesting story. Obviously, very interesting. I like him a lot. Did you, um, I heard this? I don't mean to interrupt. Oh, please. But I heard this random rumor and and idea floating around. The Patriots would try and grab Nick Foles. There is no way. I'm just saying, dude. I, anyway, back to your discussion. <laughs> no. Um, you know, me and Wentz used to hang out like on the farm <laughs> down in North Dakota. Dude, they love this guy. They do. They, they love, love him. him. And even He's though, all over the radio. He was on the radio and he was like in their version of Dick's like Eagles jerseys everywhere. Only him before the guy had even taken an NFL snap. Um, I'm all about him. I, I, think, he'll, I think he could um, move them along, but... I just I think some things are not going to change, and that's the Patriots. We'll get some little upstarts and fires, but um, Bears Patriots. I don't uh, know. Uh, no, no Super Bowl we'll picks. See. That's we'll too see. early. But I yeah, I would say that the Browns definitely are in the AFC the team for me that I want to see. I really want to see it. In my opinion, if they go, I think they'll be five hundred and and above. Maybe maybe give or take a couple games. If they are four and twelve, I would consider that a major, major disappointment, and not oh, necessarily panic mode. But I mean, you got to be thinking, wait, now what? Be <laughs> because like, what they the have the happened? tools in place. Yeah. I believe they do have the tools in place. That's fair. I think the Steelers are going to be a little bit. I don't know. I, I think it could be scary. This is the one season where it's like going into it. Granted, this season, this past season, was a very big disappointment. But going into this season, I just don't know. I really just don't know. They have the biggest off-season story. Oh my goodness! I think it's bigger than Wentz Foles, and it's arguably opinion. bigger. It's going to be. Up it's there. bigger than what Bell was. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, it's that. That's that's a lot to that it's determines. Gonna, a I lot. think it's going to be too heavy for them in the long run. They're going to be decent. They're going to be good. They might make the playoffs. They might. Um, in the a- NFC, I agree with you one hundred percent that the Saints are going to take a toll from the way they lost and all that. I think the team there to watch is the Minnesota <laughs> bless you is the Minnesota Vikings. Here's why. I just don't know how that team didn't do better than they did. And I think if they slip again, what the heck? Like this is a team that I thought was going to go to the Super Bowl, and I still think that they have one of the best teams in the NFC. 
the fact they didn't even make the playoffs is mind-boggling. So that's a team to watch for me. Because if they slip up again, Cousins really wasn't worth the money that they put into him. And I thought he was. But see, so far, he's he not paid off. I'm curious if that would end up starting a trend of going, are we overpaying for quarterbacks? Look at that all these guys that burst. have yeah. massive contracts, and yeah. none of them have won yet. Yeah. Garoppolo's been hurt. Yeah. Carr, I think, got a big contract. Stafford's done nothing in the playoffs. It, 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 Rodgers hasn't won a Super Bowl, I think, since he got his contract. That's going to be I'm another sure. interesting story. I, I've I, already heard rumors that that could be messy. I think it's going to be messy, and you're going to see what that... Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers isn't a great player to coach for. That's my personal opinion. But uh, so, yeah, that's, that's on the NFC, word. the team to watch for me would be them. I also like the idea of Tampa Bay. Yeah, I really like what you said there. Nothing more to add there. Um, but similar to the Saints, what's going to happen to San Diego? Granted, they didn't lose on some like crazy blown call, but here was a team that many, many people thought were going to be the silent killer in the AFC. <sighs> they got wrecked. They got destroyed. And with the Chiefs, I don't think really taking any steps back. The Chiefs have to fix, up, fix that defense, the defense but uh, there's no reason to think that they're not going to be back in a similar position next year. I wouldn't think so. As long as you have Andy Reid, I don't think so. They're always going to be at least a solid, a very, a very good offensive team. I think their hire for defensive coordinator, um, and now I'm blanking on his name, is a was a solid hire. Um, oh, I, I forget his name. Too. I forget his name, but I know he was a good hire. I want to say he was the one with the Giants when they beat the Patriots in their undefeated season. I could be totally whiffing here, um, but they they that has to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in some ways we may not see as many like some of these stories coming out now may not be as big um, as we think they're going to be. That's just my general opinion. Maybe it's just because I see the Patriots year in and year out, and they are the constant in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't be surprised if some team that's supposed to be good kind of filters or, you know, um, isn't as good as we think they're going to be. There's going to be a lot to watch. I, I think there's more stories going into this year than there were last year, I guess, as a general summary. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot to watch. Yeah. No question about it. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a good way to end it all off. Um, it was a fun, uh, fun season here. Hopefully we'll be back with something else soon. And uh, can't wait for uh, can't wait for the future endeavors. <laughs> One day at a time. <laughs> this was fun. See you guys. Signing out. One last time. Peace.